Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell on this Tuesday morning. It is the 14th of February, 2023. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair with you. And once again, looking forward to the next hour right through until 6am before Vossi and Brandy through SEN 1170am in Sydney take over. Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of them and then uh, Patton Heels along for you from 6am. We are broadcasting through SEN 1170am in Sydney. Sydney, SENQ 693am in Brisbane and SEN 1620am on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number. Or you can send a text anytime, 0457 736 And good to be back with you as well for the full hour. Plenty to get through on the show today. Super Bowl yesterday, we'll talk all about it with Chris Perkins. We spoke to him in our very quick show Yesterday, uh, between 5.30 and 6 for a preview, uh, finished up 38.35 to Kansas City. We'll have a chat with Chris in about 15 minutes. He will review all of it, including uh, Rihanna's halftime performance, getting her, getting his thoughts on her wonderful performance there, um, and uh, some of the stuff that's happened off the field as well since uh, the win. So we'll talk to Chris all about that, as they say, in about 15 minutes' time from now. And plenty of news to get through as well. one 300 our open line number. And if you want to call the open line any time between now and 6, you do win a Makita prize pack. So one 300 the open line number, or 0457 is our text number. Uh, before we get into some of the news of the day, just a couple of things that I'd like to get your thoughts on. Uh, didn't get much time or really any time yesterday to get your thoughts on the pre-season challenge. Uh, I know Vossi and Brandy uh, through SEN 1170 AM spoke about it a bit yesterday on the breakfast show, but what were your overall thoughts? I mean, we've been talking about this competition for the past two or three months, um, in particular over the past couple of weeks. Do you enjoy watching it? I thought the All-Stars match, which of course wasn't part of the pre-season challenge officially, I thought that was probably one of the better ones we've seen. But do you enjoy watching your teams play? I, I must say I enjoy watching some of the younger players play. Now, most of them are not going to get a run in first grade come round one, but it is good to see some of the young blood. And unless you go to a lot of New South Wales or Queensland Cup games, uh, you don't often see some of the younger players running around. So it's good that they get a chance to shine. It'll be interesting to see what sort of teams most of this, uh, what sort of squads most of the teams announce this week uh, for the second week. Usually in the second week of trials, you do tend to get um, a more of a stronger team, at least for the first half. But yeah, enjoyed it. What do you, do you make of it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. And with the Super Bowl, we were talking to Chris about this yesterday and I was having a chat with a friend of mine the other day as well about is it the most watched sporting event every year? Uh, Champions League final would also potentially be up there. But I want to know, what's your favourite overseas sporting event? Now, when I say that, obviously, we love the rugby league here, AFL, cricket, um, although you can throw cricket into it. Um, but what's the thing you love staying up for, watching overnight? Is it the Olympics? Is it the World Cup? Is it the Ashes? Is it Wimbledon? Is it something else? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. One of the things that people... Uh, love watching about sport is the fact that it can be on at any time. And it does mean there's some early mornings or late nights. The Super Bowl just happens to be right in our perfect time zone of 
about 10 a.m. But what's your favourite overseas sporting event? Memorable overseas sporting moments that you've watched maybe in the middle of the night? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. But let's get to some of the news of the day at four and a half past five, four and a half past four in Queensland. Um, now, there's been a lot of talk, as we know, over the past few months about the NRL and the RLPA. And there was talk last week about potential, well, not strike action, but disruption to the preseason challenge. And now that never happened. Uh, we got through all the games last weekend without any issues, but they are on a brink now, the NRL, of a landmark agreement for the women's game. So we know this has been a huge talking point. Um, with the NRLW players set to be part of a 20-week season and operate under an unprecedented $1.5 million salary cap. So the historic proposal is in the final stages of being ratified after the NRL and the RLPA spent the past week thrashing out the critical details which have been at the centre of the ugly dispute between head office and the players' union. The fight over women's funding had threatened to escalate, as we know, into potential industrial action by the men's players during uh, the NRL preseason challenge. So this was on the back page of the Daily Telegraph this morning. Uh, they obtained a leaked copy of the proposal late yesterday, which features joint NRL and RLPA letterhead and confirms the women's game is poised to enter the professional era, era under a charter that includes the following. So a $900,000 salary cap in 2023, which rises to $1.518 million in 2027, a minimum wage of $30,000 in 2023, which rises to $50,600 in 2027, a significant rise in workload with a 20-week season slated in 2023 and 2024, expanding to 23 weeks by 2025. That is an interesting one. We'll get back to that. Every club will have 24 players and four development players, support for pregnant players as well as league provisions, and every club to be funded with a designated NRLW welfare officer. Also included in the private and confidential proposal is the female players will receive 50% of premiership prize money. Crucially, the players union and the NRL appear to have agreed on flexibility for expansion from 10 teams in 2023. Um, so the deadline for clubs to sign players now is May 24. Very positive step um, and hopefully that will be completed soon and then uh, we'll move on to the men's game. Interesting that we're looking at a 20-week season slated for 23 and 24, expanding to 23 weeks uh, by 2025. That is interesting because last year, of course, we had two seasons. We had the delayed 2021 season and we had the 2022 season, but all fairly short competitions. Uh, this one, though, a long uh, period of time, 20 weeks and expanding to 23 weeks in two years. Uh, which means you're going to find uh, that the NRLW is going to run for most of the season, you'd imagine, uh, alongside the men's competition. Um, we're glad that this looks like it's going to be sorted. A $900,000 salary cap is good as well, uh, rising to $1.5 million in 2027. Your thoughts on all of this? Uh, 0457 736 736 or open line is 1300 01 1170. As I say, this has been really um, the big talking point of the off-season in terms of off-field anyway. 
And it now seems like we're on the brink, at least of an agreement between the NRL and the RLPA in terms of the women's game. We'll wait and see what happens with the men's uh, game. But yeah, $900,000 salary cap uh, and a 20-week season uh, later on this year and in 2024, expanding to 23 weeks by 2025 and 24 players and four development players for every club. Your thoughts? Are you happy with that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is our open line number if you've got any thoughts on that. Uh, now, cricket. Uh, we know the first test was very poor, um, and I mentioned it yesterday on the show. We got a text in, but well done to Charlie Goodsir. I think it was Rob on Twitter who tweeted me the other day saying Charlie actually got it 100% right. Now, not very often Charlie gets predictions right. So well done to him. Uh, he's not very well at the moment, so uh, he'll be happy to hear that he got this one right. Said it'll be done within three days. Um, and it was a pretty, well, not, uh, not even going to say it was a pretty poor performance. It was a poor performance by Australia in the cricket uh, over the weekend. Second test beginning on Friday. Cameron Green, there's been a lot of talk about whether he'll be back playing for Australia. They missed him. Uh, he's still not guaranteed, though, unfortunately, to be playing the second test. Uh, the situation raises questions about uh, the decision to bat again in uh, the Melbourne test with a broken finger. Uh, but the team is adamant and did not lengthen his recovery time. Uh, Green, we know he bats in the top six. The top-class seam bowler is critical to the makeup of the side. Um, so we know he was struck in that MCG test and still no sure thing to be playing. He went for $3.15 million in the IPL auction. Uh, enormous workload we know this year with the Ashes and a possible world test. Um, meanwhile, selectors appear unlikely to backflip on their decision to axe Travis Head, which should ensure David Warner plays the second test. Now, Australia will make changes for the must-win match in Delhi starting on Friday, but coach Andrew McDonald insisted no discussions had taken place about Head replacing Warner as an opener at this stage. Uh, Mitch Johnson said he would make the shot call to axe Warner for Head at the top of the order. Or order, but former Australian captain and opener Mark Taylor said that move would be too premature. Um, McDonald said on uh, the other night on Sunday, it's a four test match series. If you feel as though your preparation was good and they and the way you want to go about it is good, then you recommit to that. If you shift and try to change too much, that's when you get lost as a touring team. We've seen teams come to Australia and try to do the same. We need to be committed to what we achieve. Will there be changes? Potentially, we have Green and Stark back on the selection table. So that will totally change the balance of how we want to go about things. Um, no, Looks like no Travis Head again for the second test. Dave Warner, we know, has, aside from that uh, double hundred at the MCG in the Boxing Day test a couple of months ago, we know he struggled and we saw him struggle in the first test in India. Travis Head was one of the shining lights of the Australian summer. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Firstly, not selecting Travis Head, and which came at a surprise of everyone when the first test team was announced. And then not to potentially select him for the second test after being bought all out for 98 in the second innings in India in that, second, in that first test. Seems a bit odd to me. 
Um, maybe one thing keeping Warner in, uh, he's been a very loyal player and a very good player for Australia for a very long time. But how on earth does Travis Head not get his spot back? What changes would you be making to the Australian cricket team for that second test beginning on Friday? It really is a must-win match for them. Four test series, down 1-0, and they need to turn things around pretty quickly. Would Travis Head be back in your team? Would David Warner be gone? Or would you keep David Warner and maybe put Travis Head back in for someone like Matt Renshaw? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01-1170. It does strike me as odd that someone, and look, yes, Travis Head could have played and it may, may, may have made no difference. Probably wouldn't have made any difference, but you just never know. Um, as I said, he was very good in our summer, just gone, and I'm shocked that he wasn't in uh, the first test, and I think it'll be even more shocking if he's not there in the second test. What changes would you be making to the Australian cricket team in uh, three days' time for that test that begins on Friday? You'll hear it here on SEN. Does Travis Head come back in? Does David Warner go? 0457 736 736 or one 300 For mine, Travis Head has to come back in, uh, either at the expense of Warner or Renshaw. I would say more likely Warner will keep his spot. Anyway, what do you say? 0457 736 736 or one 300 And just before a break as well, the Melbourne Storm, you would have seen them in action against the Roosters on Sunday afternoon in the preseason challenge down in Geelong. And we know Justin Olam picked up a fractured arm, which will see him on the sidelines for a period of time. And that's, I suppose, the downside of trial matches. A lot of people never want trial matches to be played because of the potential of getting um, an injury. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 if you are on that side, if you do not want um, to see any uh Injury or any preseason trial matches because of injuries. I think they're an evil necessity. I think they need to have at least one. Most clubs obviously having two. They do most years and, of course, this year with the preseason challenge. But in further bad news for the Melbourne Storm, they are resigned to being uh, without superstar Ryan Pappenhausen for up to the first month of the competition. As another young gun puts his hand up to challenge Nick Meany for the vacant fullback spot. So uh, Pappenhausen, we know, injured last year, has been to America as well. Um, but looks like he's going to be out for the first month. Justin Olam now is expected to need six weeks to recover from surgery. And while Meany is as good as locked in to play the number one jersey until Pappenhausen returns, uh, another X factor is potentially young gun for a logo who really impressed in Sunday's trial for a logo won the 2022 feeder club player of the year and showed on the weekend and the hype around him is not exaggerated he had nine runs for 205 meters against the roosters which included a try four tuckle bus and three line breaks he's not actually yet in the storm's top 30 squad but he's certainly announced himself as a player to watch um but in terms of um Ryan Pappenhausen not being back for the first month of the season, if that is indeed what happens. Where do we put the Melbourne Storm this year? Um, you never write the Melbourne Storm off. I think people have done that in the past and come to regret it, but he's such an important part of their team. Now, if he comes back after a month and plays the rest of the season, you think they'd play finals. They'd probably play finals regardless. 
But where do you put the Melbourne Storm with no Ryan Pappenhausen for the first at least month? Same with Justin Olam for the first month of the season. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. So that's just some of the things on our agenda. A stack of texts there already. I'll get to them uh, after the next break and we'll have a chat with Chris. On the back of the Super Bowl, um, and it was interesting, an article Andrew Webster wrote about how Super Bowl Monday in the Sydney Morning Herald today has become the new Melbourne Cup. We'll talk about that later. But on the back of the Super Bowl, your favourite overseas sporting event. It doesn't have to be on a yearly basis. It can be an Olympics. It can be a World Cup. Anything. What's something you? What's your favourite moments maybe you've been up overnight watching? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The cricket. Travis Head, does he come back in for you for the second test? Does David Warner go out? What changes would you be making to the Australian side? Uh, pre-season challenge, have you enjoyed watching it so far? Would you prefer no trial matches so players don't get injured like Justin Olam? And also the Melbourne Storm with no Ryan Pappenhausen for the first month. Where do you put them in this year's NRL competition? So plenty on our agenda, 0457 736 736, our open line number, our text number. Our open line number is 1300 01 1170. Don't forget, anyone that calls through on the open line this morning gets a Makita prize pack as well. On the other side of this, we'll get to your texts and we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins. It's 17 past five in New South Wales, 17 past four in Queensland. Yes, nice to have your company. It is 22 minutes past five in New South Wales, 22 minutes past four in Queensland. 0457 736 736 is our text number, or you can call the open line 1300 01 1170. We'll get to your texts in just a second. Also, your calls 1300 01 1170. Yeah, interesting uh, to see what Andrew Webster wrote in today's Sydney Morning Herald about the fact that uh, the Super Bowl uh, is... Uh, similar to Melbourne Cup Day. And we were talking about this, weren't we, yesterday uh, with Chris Perkins, and we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins in just a second. Uh, a lot of people, and you would have seen it uh, yourself if you were out and about uh, yesterday morning around New South Wales, around Queensland, or uh, potentially uh, out yourself, um, or on the TV or on social media. But a lot of people um, at different uh, places uh, around Australia where places were just completely sold out. Um, of course, you would have heard it here on SEN as well. Um, 38-35 Kansas City over Philadelphia. If you were out, I'd love to hear from you. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is an interesting one, isn't it? Um, bigger than Melbourne Cup Day, some people are saying now. I, look, I still find that somewhat hard to believe uh, that it is bigger than Melbourne Cup Day in terms of how many people are out and about. But look, um, it'd be interesting to go to the various pubs and decide uh, and see how much uh, money they make. Anyway, uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 uh, is the open line number if you want to get in contact with us. Uh, this morning at 23 minutes past five, 23 minutes past four, in a Queensland, as I said, go to have a chat with Chris Perkins in just a second. Looking forward to doing that as well. 24 minutes past five, 24 minutes past four in Queensland. Some news also um, around uh, the women's cricket and some of the money they've been paid in particular. Ash Gardner, we're going to have a, ch a chat about that as well. And plenty of your texts coming in as well, which we'll get to in just a second. Just endeavouring to get Chris Perkins on uh, the line now. Uh, we will talk 
talk EPL, by the way, tomorrow morning with uh, John Gallo. He's just got a pro engagement today, so we'll have a chat with him uh, tomorrow. Uh, on the text line, uh, just before we talk to Chris Perkins, Yeovil Treeman says, Hi, Dan, uh, and asking you your favourite overseas sporting event on the back of uh, what we've seen uh, with the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, your favourite overseas sporting event to watch, Yeovil Treeman says, Hi, Dan. Arguably, the overseas sporting event I look forward to each year is the British Golf Open. It offers a stark contrast to the weekly target golf of the US PGA Tour. Being able to watch from our early evening onwards is also a plus. Also look forward to the Tour de France each year. That from the Oval Treeman. Uh, yeah, Tour de France is a big one that people love watching. Uh, golf as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, thank you, Yeovil Treeman. And this from uh, Chris from Condell Park. My fave sporting events always were the NFL uh, was the NFL. Unfortunately, it's no, uh, the, yeah, okay. But in all seriousness, uh, the Soccer World Cup is the best sporting event to wake up for. Thank you, Chris. Almost caught me out. Uh, thank you, Chris. Yes. Uh, yeah, football World Cup every four years. Uh, just a brilliant to watch. Good text, Chris. I appreciate that at 25 past five in the morning. Uh, yeah, Football World Cup. I mean, we've just had it as well. And how good was it? We saw places in Federation Square in Melbourne and Sydney packed out for all the Socceroos matches. I remember many years ago going out, going, many years ago going out to watch the some of the matches um, somewhere in a uh, prominent place in Sydney, and it's just all totally packed out. It's great. Your favourite overseas sporting moments, your favourite overseas sporting events uh, that you get to watch in the middle of the night: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Maybe there's some favourite memories for you, uh, and there are still a heap of texts I'll get to in a second as well. The cricket, Travis Head. Does he come back in for the second test? Does David Warner go out? Um, there's some interesting texts on the text line, as I say, I'll get to, after, get to after we speak to Chris. I still, as I said 10 minutes ago, find it very surprising that Travis Head wouldn't be in that second test. But what would you? What decision would you make? And pre-season challenge, did you enjoy it? Or would you prefer to see no trials? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 But let us do this now at 26 and a half past five, 26 and a half past four in Queensland. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And the great man, Chris Perkins, is on the line now. Morning to you, Chris. You survived uh, Super Bowl day, did you? I I did, and it was a Super Bowl that didn't just live up to the hype. It exceeded the hype Yes, last night. It certainly did. So a lot to talk about. I want to talk to you, of course, about your thoughts on Rihanna and many other things. But um, before that, can we just have a, a quick chat um, about the game itself. 38-35, the highlights of the game. Where do we start? Where, where where do you want to start, Chris, most importantly? I'll tell you what. This was, this was something you expect to see from the Kansas City Chiefs. Over the last five years, the Chiefs have this nasty, I dare say infuriating habit for Chiefs fans of trailing. And I'm not talking trailing three, six, seven points. I'm talking about down double digits. We've seen them down 20-plus in a playoff game and come back. Last night, down 10 at halftime with Patrick Mahomes. The last play you saw him before halftime, limping off the field after it looked like he banged up his ankle again. Every Chiefs fan in the world was going, we are utterly and eternally screwed. Mm. Because they thought, oh, God, he's, he's hurt his ankle again. He's not going to be effective. We're down 10 against this Eagles defense that's going to pin their ears back and come kill it. 
comes out second half and looked like looked like nothing was wrong. Mm. Not a problem. He was making he was making throws from the pocket. He was escaping the pocket. He was running the ball. This, there was a design quarterback run. It looked like on one play that he took for like ten or twelve yards. I, I, it looked like a completely different Patrick Mahomes. It was almost like the Chiefs go into the locker room at halftime, down ten, and go, "All right, boys, we got them right where we want them." Yes, they're indeed. up ten and they're overconfident, and they come out first drive of the third quarter, take it down the field, touchdown. It's a three point game, and at that point, it's game on. Yeah, uh, very, very uh, interesting. Thirty eight, thirty five in the. And it was an intriguing match. I um, admit I didn't watch all of it. I uh, had a nap in between because, of course, it was, of course, uh, with the breakfast radio. But um, the the reaction, I suppose, Patrick Mahomes, as you mentioned, he came in uh, to the game with an ankle injury, um, 38-35 at the end. What's been the reaction since? Of course, we saw on our uh, news last night about how he is now uh, been deemed one of the greatest uh, players ever. What would your thoughts on that be? And the reaction, I know we've seen a bit of reaction out of Philadelphia with uh, some bad reaction from fans. I think we may talk about that in just a second, but <laughs> let's talk about the good stuff first, the Kansas fans' reactions and uh, the reaction to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah, Mahomes, for five years as a starter now in, in Kansas City, Two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl MVPs. Just start getting his bust ready for Canton. Yeah. Because when he retires, five years after he retires, put him. You you can you can make bank on this. Put him in the Hall of Fame first time of asking. Yeah. I have no doubt about this in in my mind whatsoever. The the man is just incredible. When you think you've seen it all from Patrick Mahomes, he comes out and does something even more incredible mm. and you, you stop being surprised at some point you're in awe mm. of what he does mm. but you're not surprised of, of what he can do uh, Kansas City they they have got they've got an absolute gym and, and it's not just Mahomes it's everybody it's the supporting cast it's Travis Kelsey it's the offensive line who stood up we talked yesterday uh, previewing the game, my biggest concern was the Philly defensive line against the Kansas City offensive line. Zero sacks mm. Kansas City gave up last night. An incredible performance by a, a somewhat maligned the, uh, offensive line. Uh, go to the coaching staff. Andy Reid, once again, talk about another guy who's going to have a bust in Canton very soon in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's got his second Super Bowl ring. All that guy does is win. Wherever he's at, he's he won in Philadelphia. Didn't win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, but you know, coached him to four straight NFC Championship games. Got him to a Super Bowl, and, and now what he's done in Kansas City the last five years with five AFC Championship games and two Super Bowl titles. Just, just an incredible, an incredible uh, run all around for everybody involved uh, there in Kansas City. Chris, what do the celebrations look like now for Kansas City? Do they have a fan day like they do here in the NRL? What happens next? There will be a parade. Mm. Uh, it'll be in the next couple of days. They'll have a, a victory parade uh, through Kansas City, a victory rally at, at Union Station, which will be where they have the NFL draft here in a couple of months as well mm. at Union Station in Kansas City. Beautiful old building. 
Uh, it's a massive train station that's still active, by the way, but it's a gorgeous building. I've actually been inside it. Uh, it'll be a great backdrop, not only for the victory rally this week for the Chiefs, but for the draft as well. You, uh, you'll get to see it during the draft. Uh, uh, but, yeah, the, it'll, it'll be a nice celebration. And then you get into the offseason. You know, they, they may allow themselves a few days. The, the coaching staff, the front office, allow them a few days to celebrate. And then it's get, get to work for defending this title come September. Yeah. Is it a bit deflating for you now that the NFL season is done and dusted? Well, now we got seven months with no no yeah. NFL football. We, we'll get we'll have something that scratches the itch. The XFL starts this weekend. The USFL as well, but that's minor league football. But when, when you want football, you'll take what you can get, even if it's spring football. Uh, yes, exactly. Tell me about it. It's a bit like here we've got the preseason trials. It don't really mean a lot, but it's nice to see some <laughs> sort of football on. I got a text here. Uh, just need to scroll down. Uh, Letting Chris Perkins know that he should be enjoy obviously enjoys your segments each and every day. Let him know that you should be getting your own American sports show here on the SCN network. So you've got a lot of fans here on Tradies News, <laughs> and I also also know you're on the overnight crowd. So you never know, Chris. Talk. Hey, uh, I I appreciate it. Thank you. I love I love doing this. Uh, talk to Hutchie. Talk uh, to the boss. Yeah. Talk to the bosses. The guys who sign the paychecks. Put me on the payroll. I'll be more than happy to. I'm I'd sure, love it. I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. Just a couple of things to, uh, before I let you go. Just a, more of a serious note. The reaction in Philadelphia, we saw on the news last night, cars being overturned. Uh, I wouldn't probably go as far to say that there were riots unless something else has happened overnight that I haven't uh, seen. But still, not a great look, uh, unfortunately, for the sport. Let's be honest. Philly would have done that. <laughs> this, this is probably true. The fact they lost, yeah. the the fact that they lost, it just makes more sense that they do it when they do something like that when they lose. No, Philly, Philadelphia, they were prepared. I, they, they were prepared one way or the other. The city officials, they were greasing light poles mm. in, in the run up to the Super Bowl to make it harder for people to climb up the light poles to to celebrate on. I don't know why you would do that. All that, all that seems to me is just a, a, a broken neck waiting to happen. I don't know why you'd climb a light pole, but apparently they do that in Philadelphia and they were greasing the light poles. But I Philly, yeah, this one's going to sting them because they felt they should, they, they would feel like they had this game in hand last night being up 10 points with, with an offense that's able to control the football. That's another key for Philadelphia. They had a good ball control offense. They really couldn't get that done, though, in the second half uh, against Kansas City. But Philly fans waking up this morning, this, one's, this one stings for, for Philly fans. But rest assured, you have your quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years in Philadelphia. You will be back. You've got too much talent not to be. And just finally, Rihanna, did you enjoy her halftime show? Now, she was pregnant, apparently, during the halftime show. Did you enjoy it? I, I saw that. I'll give you my dirty little secret. I don't watch the Super Bowl halftime oh. show. I treat that like a 35, 35 40-minute break to you know go, go use the bathroom. If I need to run to the store real quick, I'll do that. I, I just can't get into most of the Super Bowl halftime shows, but the reaction on social media ha has been pretty positive. I, I will tell you, the last Super Bowl halftime show I, I think I really sat down and watched was Prince, and that was 15 years ago. 
And here I was waiting for your Rihanna review. All right, maybe next year. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, get get, to the get an act. If they get an act I'm interested in, I'll stick with it. Okay. The last few really haven't been all that interested in. All right. Thank you, uh, Chris. Good stuff as always. We will talk on Friday. There'll be plenty of other sport, probably still reaction to the NFL as well. So we'll have a chat on Friday. Looking forward to it, mate. My pleasure. Yeah, lots of off-season will be starting soon. Biggest decision this week, Derek Carr in Vegas. What do the Raiders do? All right. Looking forward to it. Chat Friday, mate. Yeah. Chris Perkins on the line from America. Uh, lots of text there. There's also a call on the open line. I will get to all of that in just a second after the break. Asking you this morning, uh, your favorite overseas sporting events to watch. Maybe a memorable moment you watched at, you know, 1, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. The cricket. Does Travis Head come back in for David Warner or someone else? But surely Travis Head is in. And the preseason challenge. Were you enjoying it? Have you been enjoying it or not over the first week? 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70 to your text. Your calls right after this. It's 23 minutes to 6 in New South Wales. 23 to 5 in Queensland. Yeah, good to have you company on this uh, Tuesday morning. It's the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. Uh, 0457 736 736. Just on the back of our Super Bowl uh, conversation. No name on this text ending in 031. Jalen Hurts stood up, uh, but just fell uh, up, just fell all but short. Thank you uh, for that text. Let's go to the open line now. 1300 01 1170. Don from Cronulla is on the line. Morning to you, Don. Good morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, very well. How are you in this early hour of the morning? Yeah, not too bad. I just wanted to give you a horse racing tip. Yeah. Uh, it looks like at Rocky Point Road in Ramsgate, mm. uh, the races have come to town. There's oh. three horses running in the opposite uh, direction of traffic, uh, running down the road. Literally just went straight past me, sorry, with a guy running behind him. With, um, in his undies, looks like it, trying, uh, trying to chase after him. Okay. So, well, that, that must have, firstly, uh, obviously, everyone be very careful um, if you are on the road at uh, the moment. Um, and if you do see that, uh, of course, to be, be careful. Um, but that must have been an interesting sight uh, at this time of the morning, Don. <laughs> I was half asleep, and then I could just see three, three horse silhouettes running towards me. And I'm going, what the hell's going on here? And then as I slowed down, they literally went straight past me in the other lanes and there's three horses running past. And then about 100 metres back, there's this bloke chasing him in his undies. So I was like, oh, God, today's going to be a good day. Could be an interesting uh, day. All right, well, yes, do stay safe. That was at Rocky Point Road, Ramsgate, did you say, mate? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So mm. for all those punters, yeah, you probably missed the race. <laughs> yeah, early, early training session for those horses. Thank you for your call, Don. Call any time, mate. <laughs> On you, mate. No worries. Have a good day. Thanks, mate. You too. Uh, 300 01 11 70 would have been a very interesting sight. But, yes, of course, uh, do be careful if uh, you do uh, see that around Rocky Point Road at Ramsgate if you're in the New South Wales uh, area. Not as scary as it would have been if those, what was it, that Taronga Zoo at the back end of last year, lions, tigers, almost escaping. Anyway, be careful if you do uh, see that. Thanks for the call. Keep them coming in as well. one 1170 the open line number. 0457-736-736. There is a stack of texts there, so let's get to them. Uh, Gary, asking you about your favourite overseas matches on the back of the Super Bowl uh, yesterday. Uh, your favourite things to watch overseas overnight in terms of sport. doesn't have to be a yearly event. It can be once every four years like a World Cup. Gary says, hello, I'll definitely say the FA Cup is my favourite overseas match. Um, 
highlight, and then he says, oh, could you please ask your guests in a while, uh, how come the Kansas City Chiefs can be called the Chiefs and the Redskins had to change their name? Look, Gary, I didn't see that text beforehand. I will uh, remember that. And I'll ask, uh, ask Chris on Friday for you. He'll be back on the show on Friday, so I'll have a chat with him on Friday. Thank you for your text, Gary. Yeah, the FA Cup, always a big sporting event, uh, not just in the UK, but around the world. Uh, Brad says, my favourite sport to watch is the Masters golf. Uh, rugby league and cricket are dying a slow death. Enjoy the show. Cheers, Brad. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with your last uh, comment, although... Uh, there is always this talk about, especially with cricket, how much cricket there is in a calendar year, how much one can take in. But still a very uh, popular sport. But uh, thank you for the text, Brad. Enjoy and glad you enjoy the show. Keep texting anytime. Happy to hear any different opinions. 0457 736 736. Uh, no name on this text, but on uh, the David Warner situation. Uh, Warner has never made any decent runs in India nor England. He makes runs on flat Australian wickets. He shouldn't have gone to India, but it is probably too late to drop him mid-tour. However, there is no point taking him to England. Well, that is going to be an interesting one. Thank you for the text uh, number ending in 259. That is going to be an interesting one, seeing what happens with David Warner, presuming he does play in the next three tests in India, which, look, Andrew McDonald has come out and said that it is unlikely they'll be making changes to drop David Warner. So that will be an interesting one to see where... Uh, Warner, firstly, how Warner goes. And if he does struggle in the last three tests, does he go to England for the Ashes Tour? I mean, he was interviewed somewhere um, at the back end, or it might have been after his double century, saying he's definitely going to be around this year for the Indian Tour, the Ashes Tour, also the 50-over World Cup. But is it going to be his choice? If he struggles in India and doesn't make many runs, is he on the plane to England? There'd have to be a question mark. 0457 736 736 or 1300 Uh This one from Gary. Uh, I went to my local uh, pub yesterday to see how many people were watching the game, the Super Bowl. There were six people there. Every Melbourne Cup, the pub is packed. Maybe uh, Webby, Andrew Webster, means the Everest. No, no, he does mean the Super Bowl and the Melbourne Cup. I understand your point, though. I still think the Melbourne Cup, in terms of a sporting event locally, is bigger. Um, but it does roll. It look, a lot of people are out. There are a lot of people, a lot of pubs, sorry, that were sold out yesterday morning to watch the Super Bowl. Thank you for uh, that text. This one from Arthur from Paddington, favourite past overseas moments, uh, the 1983 America's Cup and FA Cups until recently. However, recently, uh, they've lost that importance. Arthur from Paddington, thank you for that one. And this one, uh, from our favourite, li- well, not our favourite lister, but I do enjoy getting texts from uh, this man, Alan Belford-Jones, listening. I don't know if Alan Belford has text Fossey or Brody yet. Potentially, uh, you could after 6am. Anyway, it says, good morning, Daniel. My changes to the Australian cricket team would be, uh, firstly, to just change the whole thing up. Uh, uh, they're a disgrace to Australia. It was always going to happen uh, with Cricket Australia when Cricket Australia cut Justin Langer uh, instead of getting the broom through the players. Uh, well, good point. Uh, very good point as well. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Justin Langer um, and thought it was the right decision to get rid of him. But, yeah, they're struggling at the moment under Andrew McDonald, aren't they? And this one uh, from Matty as well. I just don't understand what Renshaw has done to even consider test selection. 
regardless if it's in India or another country, the top 11 get the job done here in Australia. Why change team selections? Other than obviously bringing another spinner to suit the wicket. Felt like the team was building to a nice balance. That one from Maddie. Yeah, well, they were very good in Australia, weren't they? Against probably arguable, definitely with the West Indies weaker opposition. And then South Africa probably didn't live up to what uh, people expected them to do. But it's a good point, Maddie. As I said, I'm surprised that Travis Head wasn't going to be in the first test or wasn't in the first test and looks unlikely to be in the second text, uh, test. 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line anytime, 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we'll come back and wrap it up and keep the text coming in. It is 11 minutes to 6 in New South Wales, 11 to 5 in Queensland. And coming up after 6am for our listeners through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, Volsi and Brandy fresh after speaking to the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, are back in the studio. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning, Morning Dan. Did you enjoy your first show back? Oh, I loved it. Oh, yeah? Loved it. Fantastic. Um, and, and there's so much to talk about. Super Bowl. How big's the day, Dan? You've been getting calls mm. and, and talking about it. I, one Here's one for the listeners early, and Brandy hasn't yet responded to me. Is there anything that Super, do, Super Bowl do within reason that you would like brought into, say, the NRL to our biggest days? Let's say to an Origin night or, mm. or Grand Final night. Um, Rihanna? And, and we might extend it even more. You want Rih- it, Rihanna? Rihanna? Rih- Rih- yeah. Rihanna? Rihanna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring Rihanna overseas in. sport, mm. things that take place in overseas sport that we could bring here or things that happen in overseas sport that you don't like that you're glad never come here come up with something brandy something uh, you've, you've yeah, seen it's it's tough. played sport all around yeah. the world it's hard for brandy to yeah. think yeah you've got... I, I i haven't been to many sporting events overseas i well i've been to a super bowl but a long time ago i, I, I don't know what you'd bring to australia andrew apart from the food no, and just quickly, it's good. And just quickly, food choice is good. It's a good start. And That's just a good start. quickly, is Brandy going to be giving any love tips because it is Valentine's Day today? Oh, it is too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! Come on, come on! Well, looking oh, forward to that. Looking forward to a card here. I've got to ride on a card. You're going. Yeah, you're going to have to make up make up some excuse, Brandy, uh, for your. Brady's was great. Thank you, Brady. Thank you. I will hear from you both both after six a.m. That'll be Vossioki today. Surely has to be Uh, Vossi and Brandy up uh, after the six a.m. news. Our listeners in Queensland, you'll get the first hour of them, and then Pat and Eels. I think he's still singing uh, on after six a.m. Queensland time. Chookman says on the text, "Hi Dan, great to see some footy on the weekend." The Knights could be in for another long year. Coach O'Brien under the pump. Thank you, Chookman. Thank you for all your texts. Apologies to those I couldn't get to. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning. News, then breakfast.